0: On today's episode of the Bolts Broadcast, Lord Stanley is upon us. Be tuned. Season 3, Episode 72 of the Bolts Broadcast. Mike Mitchelson, Chase Croshaw joining you today. Chase, how are you on this lovely Wednesday afternoon?
1: I'm um, hanging in there. That's really... By the way, I can phrase it. How are you? Uh, I'm doing great. Good. I uh, had, a, had a decent day at work
0: and uh, very excited for the start of the Stanley Cup playoffs tonight between our Tampa Bay Lightning and the Colorado Avalanche. Unfortunately, with me working so early and not wanting to go to bed uh, past, uh, you know, 9.30, 10. We are not going to be able to talk about game one. No, that's... So, it's a, my fault it's completely. Sh- it's a
1: shame that you're you're a little wee guy who needs a 16 hours of sleep. Yeah,
0: I do need my 16 hours of sleep. Um, but, I'm very excited nonetheless. Uh, also, fun fact for the listeners, I don't know if they knew this. Uh, I don't know if I knew this. They probably couldn't tell because we were so auto-tuned and everything but in our intro song that's us singing
1: yeah (laughs) yeah totally i I forgot about. oh see i I forgot that we did that yeah you hear that it's been so long since we recorded it that i forgot
0: Uh uh-huh and then you know that was so random well i was thinking about it during the intro and i was like you know it'd be a good time talk about that be a good time to let him know yeah and then uh you know my buddy over at work ryan oh he's a clown yeah. Uh, he, he was listening to the show. He Ooh. he asked if I was going to talk trash about him today. So I figured, why not? Yeah, why not? Uh, He tried to get me with a little uh, slick move. I don't know, whatever. He looks at his phone and goes, oh my gosh, Stamkos gets caught for PEDs. He's out for the rest of this season and out for 41 games next year. Like, no, he didn't. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <What>? Zero <laughs> chance, dude.
0: Like, if it was something, if he hit me with, Stamkos got hurt in practice, and he's not going to play tonight. A little bit more realistic. Yeah, you, might,
1: might, you, you 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 double check your phone to make sure
0: <laughs> uh, that one got shut down pretty quickly. And also, uh, Luke, who works there with us, he wanted me to talk about how terrible Ryan is when it comes to wrapping sandwiches. Okay. Apparently, he leaves like little wings off the wrapping. Okay. Yeah, great. So there you go.
1: That, that, that's our sandwich talk.
0: I, I know you were very intrigued in this whole conversation, Chase,
1: but... I, yeah, yeah, you know, I don't know the art of wrapping sandwiches, so I can't really comment, unfortunately.
0: You know, you should just come by and then uh, see Luke and Ryan, and you'll be able to know which one's the clown, which one's not, and also which one knows how to wrap a sandwich and which one doesn't. All right. There you go. Sounds great. Um, anyways, on today's episode of The Bolts Broadcast, going to be talking about Braden Point. As he is set to return for Game One of the Stanley Cup Finals, also talk about the Brandon Hagel situation. We've got our predictions for the Stanley Cup Finals, and after the commercial break, we've got some talk around the league, including coaching hirings. So it's going to be a good show. Might be a little bit of a shorter show, um, but nonetheless, it's going to be a fun one. Let's start with Braden Point as he is set to return. Um, oh,
1: I forgot to tell you, we're going to be recording um, Sunday separately because I'm going to be at North.
0: Say <laughs> see where let me um come on come on i you, can use this one it. that's fucking gross i can use that yeah one. why not yeah
1: or <laughs> hello bozo yeah yeah well you know unfortunate I, I i i figure figure i let you know on the show so i can let all the listeners know as well
0: oh they're gonna love that show then with our fine. with it, our great skype calls it
1: was hey it was good last time
0: was last? no two times ago was when it cut out like four times yes okay good you probably didn't notice the great audio editing that we do over here.
1: No, because because I'm elite. I do all the editing. I do all the posting. I can not do anything. Very true. Uh, all right,
0: Braden Point, he's back. Very excited to get him back. Uh, You've got a point there. <laughs> thanks so much for stopping by. Talk to you next time. <laughs> oh, no, just kidding. Um, anyways, Braden Point. Returned for the first time since May 14th in the first round against the Maple Leafs. Braden Point had 36 playoff goals through his first five seasons, which ranked fifth all time in NHL history. Not, not sure, bad. not sure if you knew that, but the only people he trailed: Mike Bossy, Yari Curry, Wayne Gretzky, and Brett Hall. So
1: four terrible hockey players. Yeah,
0: exactly. So, very fun to see him back in the lineup. Uh, Currently, he leads the NHL with 30 goals and 53 playoff games, and that's over the past three years. So, that's
1: also not too bad.
0: He's a pretty good little player. He's going to be back in the lineup for the Tampa Bay Lightning in game one. How big of an impact can Braden Point make? Are we expecting normal Braden Point, or do we got to give him a little bit of time? Because he's coming off, uh, you know, a month now of no play. Obviously, he's been out there on the ice practicing, but he hasn't really been in game speed for over a month.
1: Well, John Cooper talks all the time about how important it is to Tampa, the way that they've won these last two Cups and the way they've competed, is to play a complete team game. And I firmly believe that Brainpoint would not be playing in this game if he couldn't play, get make a legitimate impact, get some decent ice time. So I would have to assume that you shouldn't, you know, you you can have, uh, you can, you know, maybe you can limit your expectations a little bit, but I, I don't think you should be expecting him to play eight minutes. Just get a feel for the game. No, if if he's going, he's, he's going to be going. So I have full expectations for Brainpoint to be the normal player that he is. And if so, that's, that's just such a large boost because that's such an impactful hockey player that that's a top six on every single team in the league at the absolute worst. A lot of teams, number one center type guy, someone who is just, so reliable offensively, brings it defensively, just a dynamic skater. I mean, he, he brings what you need in terms of tempo for playoff hockey. It's going to be a very large boost, a very big morale boost for the team, and it, it, I think it's going to make a good impact here in Game 1.
0: I'm very excited because this team has looked great, especially against Florida the last four games against New York, and now we get arguably the best player on the team. So, very excited to see Mm -hmm. what happens there. Uh, When we look at Brandon Brandon Hagel, excuse me, uh, he is currently questionable. Joe Smith from the Athletic Tampa uh, Insider said that John Cooper does not know if Brandon Hagel can play tonight. Uh, They're going to have to wait and see. And then also he said that that'll dictate where point slots in. So, interesting there, Brandon Hagel up in the air still. Love to see him play. Yeah. Want him healthy. If he can't go though, we expect him to be back and ready to go in game two.
1: Yeah. And if he doesn't go, I'm, I'm just predicting we're going 11 and seven tonight. That's just the feeling I got. Mm. So we'll, we'll see if I'm, we'll know. Well, you guys will know if I'm wrong. Yeah. We'll we'll, we'll see if I'm wrong later.
0: Exactly. All right. Stanley cup final predictions. Um, try not to throw too much bias into this. Uh, but, uh, what are we thinking? How many games? Who's taking it? Uh, Give me an MVP too, Con Smythe winner.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be a lot of fun. So I'm, I'm sure most people have seen Can't it by now. Wait, um, the quote from Kale McCarr. Uh, did, did you see this one? I didn't. So, it was, um, you know, Tampa Bay is trying to, you know, create a dynasty, while we are trying to start a legacy. Oh, some of the long lines of that. So it's like, you know, that that's that just that's a great lead up quote into the series. Um, oh, so that, that's going to be fun. And it really is true. It, this, this could be the start of something great for Colorado, or this could be the foundations of possibly the league's greatest dynasty.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think there's already a dynasty in place when it comes to Tampa, because there's only been two teams that have won back to back cups in the salary cap era. That would be Tampa and Pittsburgh.
1: We're, I don't. I. I, I don't care. We're, we're not. We're not changing the qualifications of a dynasty just because it's more and more rare that it happens. It just means there's more parity in the league compared to back then, where it was easier. Where now it's harder. So if they win three in a row, then they truly are a dynasty, and uh, that shows that they are maybe the league's greatest dynasty.
0: Well, I don't know. I mean, I get you have your standards for a dynasty, but also I think it's five or six Eastern Conference Finals in the last decade like this team has been one of the most dominant teams out there and i think if there's any team closest to a dynasty in the last decade including that pittsburgh penguin team it's this one
1: well yeah it's fair because they've made it the furthest of, of any team because a, a dynasty is qualified as three championships in a four-year span so to win three in a row creates a dynasty um so if, if that can happen then that, that's going to be fantastic I'm, I'm really hoping that that it can um it's not gonna be, you know, it's not gonna be an easy series. It, it's, it's as we talk about, it's gonna be the best matchup that I've probably, or I'm hoping it's the best matchup that I've that I've witnessed in my life in second finals. Yeah. It's, it's looking like it very well can be, and you know, we're we're, we're a team of podcasts, sure, but if I'm leaning one way or the other, like you got to, I to me, you got to lean on the experience, and you know, if I, if I was betting on watching the dynasty be created or the legacy be created, I I would have to bet on the dynasty.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I still think it's kind of wild that Colorado comes in as the betting favorites. Uh, great team. Looked phenomenal all year long. Uh, just missed out on the President's Trophy due to Florida. But this team really hasn't found that playoff success in the last couple of years, especially when you compare it to Tampa. So I'm leaning Tampa as well. And sure, that might be bias. But I am very excited for this series. I honestly think Tampa and six. I would love to see Tampa and seven. The more games and the more sure, yeah. high-paced, yeah. like huge action games, the better. But I'm gonna lean Tampa and six.
1: Yeah, I, I I'm gonna take Tampa and six as well. Uh, that's okay. that's a number that, that really makes sense to me. Um, and the commissioner of the null. Came until so today's of oh, the last recording is the North American Hockey League draft. Commissioner the All Star on the sh- show was asked a question. All right, you, you got to pick between um you know Colorado Avalanche, and Tampa and he goes, you know, there's, there's there's null ties on both teams, but how how can I choose against Stimulating? with John Cooper with what what, what he's done so far? You know, working up through the ranks through through the null system like you did, and now being such a great coach and, and really commanding his team to play such a team game with all these superstars. How, how do you how do you not back them? And yeah, I, I got to agree, hundred percent. Yeah. And
0: talking Con Smythe here, before we give our predictions, Joe Smith, again, athletic insider for the Tampa Bay Lightning, uh, he came out and said that Dominic Moore said his Con Smythe pick would be Anthony Sorelli right now and said he's just a massive heart guy for our team. And the way that he plays defensively is. That's huge.
1: Like, sure, yeah. Like, I got, obviously, like, like, I think Anthony Sorelli's is criminally underrated. I've, I've talked about that. He's someone that should be in the in the consideration for the, um what's it called? The the hell, the, Sel- the Selkie, that's the word. He should really be, really be in consideration for the Selkie every year, but he's really not. But he, he's not going to win it. He, he, no. might, he might be your vote to win it, Dominic Moore, but like, he's not going to be the guy that wins it. And I don't care. I really don't care how bad he... Not that they play, play bad? How bad his numbers were in the first round? Like, how do you not choose Andre Vasilevsky? Because if you have any any other goalie in net, may, maybe with Chasturkin they could still win games. But any other goalie in net, like you're, you're you're it's different. No matter how good the team is in front of you, Vasilevsky, we see how he plays in these elimination games. See how he plays in these all important games, and he just steps up and just takes over. Sure, you know he had a couple had some games where you, you know he let up six goals against the Rangers, or he had above a three goals against in that in that Leaf series, but. Anytime you needed him, he was always there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, like, he would be my vote. Sure, if you if you want to, you know, go go with the skater. You you can go with like a Nikita Kucherov, for example, because like he's just been completely dominant. I yeah, mean, he's they, been so good. He, he's been our best skater, in my opinion. So, if if you want to um, do that, then I, I I totally get it. But right now, my vote's Vasilevsky.
0: Uh Currently, odds to win the cons might. You got Kale McCarr sitting one, McKinnon sitting two. Uh, Vasilevsky and Kucherov tied for third. Okay. And Kucherov's the one I'm going to go with. Um, Vasilevsky, great pick. Didn't really want to double down on that. Nikita Kucherov, like you said, been dominant through and through. Some of the things that he does on the ice just continue to wow me. And we've talked about that in episodes past, that you kind of don't really realize what you've been missing when he's out or injured or anything like that. Until he's back, because yeah. some of the things he does is just insane. And I think that he's going to continue to step up in the Stanley Cup playoffs. I think him, Braden Point now being back, Steven Samkos, Victor Hedman, all four of those guys are going to step up huge when it comes to point production. So very excited for the, the matchup. And looking for what are the odds? <clears throat> any chance whatsoever, it might be a 0.0 chance, but any chance whatsoever, Braden Point comes back, has a huge series. Would he be able to win the consmite or is it already too late?
1: No. Okay. That, that that would be like the legacy consmite that Crosby got when he played. Yeah, Phil Did Castle not, should have won it that yeah, year. He played like very average, really, through the first two rounds, especially compared to Sidney Crosby. Then he had a great finals, but he never had a consmite, so they're like, we got to give it to him. He can't retire without a consmite trophy. That's, that's what happened with Crosby. It would be the similar type of thing where it's like, okay, he, he helps his team in this series. That's great, but this isn't a finals MVP. It's a cup MVP. He, he didn't help his team in the second, third round.
0: So what you're saying is even if Braden Point comes out and pulls a Leon Dry settle against Calgary, five games, 17 points.
1: Can't Still no chance? You can't. He, okay. Because it's not his fault that he got hurt, but at the end of the day, he didn't help his team in the second or third round because he wasn't on the ice to help them.
0: Yeah. Okay. Fair points. That's going to do it for the first half of the show. We're going to go to a quick commercial break, but on the other side, going to be talking some news around the league. Hockey fans, the pursuit for the Stanley Cup is on and the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has an unbelievable offer for the most exciting playoffs in sports. New customers can bet just $5 on any team to win and get $100 in free bets, no matter what, win or lose. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during the playoffs? With DraftKings Same Game Parlays, you can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets, like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more. It's your shot at an even bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN. Bet $5 on any NHL team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's code THPN at the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Shout out to our friends over at DraftKings. Thanks so much for sponsoring the show. If you have any sports betting needs, make sure to head over to the DraftKings Sportsbook, including the Stanley Cup Finals. Uh, Chase and I both said the Bolts in Six, you might as well take our advice. Slam that. Agreed. Uh, we're not. Hey, we're not responsible though. If you lose any money, I gotta say, Chase might be, but not me. No, no I'm not a sports no, 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 better. Not, not,
1: not me. You said you were going to the playoffs, but you didn't.
0: I never didn't. Soft. Either.
1: Well, if you saw if you saw my, my dumbfounded look, because I completely forgot that Kari Willis randomly t- retired from the NFL today. Oh, I don't know if you saw that or not. No. So yeah, so he's only been in the NFL for three years, and he retired because he wants to devote his life to um to his faith. So, you know, okay. whatever he's going to do, that's, you know, whatever. It's your life decision. It's fine. It's just frustrating because I, you know, I had that one dynasty league. It's the campus to Canton league where you draft college guys and, you know, they crazy. away. your team. Mm-hmm. It's full, full IDP. And of course, Kyrie Wilson is one of my higher picks.
0: Well, good for him. He's a Sparty.
1: Yeah. That, no, it's fair. It's just, just frustrating because. Go green, baby. You know, I was looking, looking to ride the back. I, I, I had the best defensive back group in this league and with him gone, it changes things. It sucks. Yeah, but whatever, whatever works for you.
0: Yeah, I mean your your fantasy team isn't even good anyway. So fantasy team's great, thank That's you very much. Right. Whatever. All right, let's now talk about news around the league. Uh, what, what do we got? Some typos there. What do we have here in the in the first first line? There, Is there typos. I don't know. Oh, not I'm not familiar with what we're going. Oh. Brock Besser to yeah. receive qualifying offer. No, off. no you, not uh, not the dinosaur no, Bowser? No, no, not
1: not not Bowser. No, okay. unfortunately not Bowser. Uh, but Brock Besser right now is expected to receive the qualifying offer from Vancouver. Um, they're not expected to come with the, up with the deal before free and she would begin. So he will receive the QO, which will be 100% of his current contract, and they can negotiate from there. He is a salary um, arbitration eligible guy, so that's something that he can file for, the, the team can file for, if he chooses not to try to... Um, You know, sign with another team before that happens. So I'm sure he'll be in Vancouver. I don't really expect him to go anywhere. Um, I'm guessing he'll get the QO. They'll probably go to arbitration. They'll come to a number. It'll probably be a one year deal. And then um, I think he's a UFA from there.
0: Okay. I'm looking at Brock Besser's numbers now because I can't really remember since he's burst onto the scene. uh, Back to back seasons of. 45-plus points. Uh, last year he got 49 and 56. This year he got 46
1: and only 71. Yeah. had a bit of a down year. Yeah, underwhelmed uh, a bit and kind of has his whole career. But I think if he could get a change of scenery, it, it could be something that's good for him. Yeah. But we'll see.
0: Cool. All right, let's now talk about some coaching changes, starting with Vegas as they hire Bruce Cassidy. Uh, this one seemed it seemed like a, a no-brainer. Bruce Cassidy would be off the market very quickly they go to vegas
1: guy wasn't even out of a job for two days and landed in vegas i mean i think every, i don't i don't know if they did but every team who had a vacancy should have interviewed him um i don't know maybe they see the interview and they said here just take Boston this probably team. didn't yeah well, i guess it's fair <laughs> maybe vegas just called him said we're not gonna interview you. like like why did they fire you take this money and he's like okay so uh, the, uh, whatever um he is taking over the vegas job and that's it's definitely fair um so that takes away one head coach opening. Um, there's um, you know, a few more jobs still available, two more to talk about. Um, Philly, Winnipeg. So it's been rumored that Philly has reached out to John Tortorella, and they got a from there. And also it kind of sounds pretty much like Barry Trotz is going to be in Winnipeg. Did you see the the offer? I don't know what the name of the brewery, but um, some Winnipeg brewery offered Barry Trotz free beer for life if he took the coaching job there.
0: Really? Yeah. Do they not know who Barry Trotz is? Do they not know that he's just going to ruin Kyle Connor?
1: Yeah, I mean Kyle Connor is going to go from you know being a fifty goal scorer to a thirty point guy, but yeah. they're going to win. They're going win forty nine games.
0: Mm, I don't like that one, just because Winnipeg's got a lot of talent on their team, and headlined obviously by Kyle Connor. Um, I just don't want to see a, a guy that we have personal connections to have the same type of. Uh, career dip that Matt Barzal did
1: I really hope Matt Barzal goes over a point per game this next season I do too as much I don't like the Islanders I like Matt Barzal Mm -hmm. and it it would just prove that like I think Barry Trotz is a great coach and he's someone that is worthy of having a job but like for for the NHL standards for the fan standards it sucks Mm -hmm. because he forces his team to play a certain way if you don't you don't play because it's kind of like what the Patriots do Patriots just win by committee and that's what Barry Trotz does And he likes to win by committee defensively, compared to John Cooper, likes to win by committee, you know, a little more offensively with the support of your goaltender. So it's getting frustrating. Wherever he goes, you're going to see the star players drop off a little bit. It's almost a guarantee.
0: Trott's to go to a a boring defensive team like Boston or something like that. Just just a a right fit. You know, Winnipeg. I don't really see them as this defensive heavy team. Uh, I'm sure Connor Hellebuck's going to love it,
1: but he he needs the help because well, yeah, terrible. But it's like. Even even go look at um, when he was in Washington. Like like this year, you know, Ovi is a 50 goal scorer. Um, when Trots spending his years in Washington, you know, he had 49 goals, 87 points the last year there that they won the cup. The previous year, he only had 69 points, um, you know, only 71 points. Like th- there was some of his, his lower producing years were under Barry Trots because Ovi became a more complete player, which is fair. It helped him win the cup mm-hmm. and, it, and it works, but it takes away a little bit of the excitement of, of Ovi. And now that Ovi, you know, is back to himself, scoring 50 goals as. A thirty-six-year-old is just just impressive. So, hopefully, and um, more
0: first-round exits. That's what we love to see out of yeah.
1: Ovi. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, ho- ho- hopefully, um, Trout goes to a team, whether it be Winnipeg or whoever else, and doesn't completely eliminate the star production.
0: Yeah, and towards the Philly, that's an interesting one. Um, weird, weird one. I do like Tortorella. I, I think he's absolute comedy on the mic. Sure, um,
1: but his I I I agree. I know I like him as well, but his time is probably past as an NHL head coach, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, uh, I guess we'll have to see
1: with how he performs. If he does end up, you know. And this is the, this is the shit that drives me crazy. Yeah, he like he, he's a he's a cup winner. We we, we know that it's a, it's a, it's a, he he helped us helped us win here. But like, how many jobs can a can a guy get? Like he's going like he's like sixth NHL team he's head coach for or fifth, whatever the hell it is. Like it just move on to someone new. There's so many coaching candidates out there. So many people I know personally that are worthy of moving up in the hockey world and they just don't get a chance. with the same guys get recycled and like, like it's a new age of hockey. Let's let's transition to that.
0: Uh, Wikipedia already has Tortorella as the Flyers coach. So oh. they might know something that uh, we don't yet.
1: Well, someone can go in and just change that as well.
0: Yeah. Well, and it's, uh, crossing, yeah. crossing broad. Also put out a a news article saying Flyers to hire John Tortorella as the next head coach. Um, Yes,
1: but to hire, not hired. To hire. To hire. Yeah. Liar, liar, plans for hire.
0: I don't know. Interested in these hires. uh, I I think Vegas hit a home run with their coaching hire. And Vegas was a team that we questioned some of their moves uh, in the, the front office. What was it? A year and a half ago? Two years ago? when they decided to go to DeBoer instead of uh, Gallant. Yeah. So this one kind of remedies that. Yes. And I think they will be a lot better. Healthy Mark Stone, healthy Jack Eichel. Hey, maybe this isn't a team that's going to go down the poop chute like we might have thought. Hopefully not. All right. Let's now move to Hockey Name of the Day because that's it for the news around the league. Uh, We scroll on down here. We got Sota Iso guy.
1: Yes, sir. Sota Isogai, 21-year-old Japanese born forward. Um, spent the last season in the NA3 as well as the NAL um, for the Mason City Toros and the North Iowa Bulls. He is signed next season with the East Hokkaido Cranes in the Asian League. He has a little brother, um, Kenta Isogai. Not as, I feel like the Sota Isogai is more fun name to say. That's why I opted on him. But Kenta is a very talented hockey player. Spent the last two years in the USH, USHL, someone who has, you know, a long shot chance to get drafted this year. He he's um he's a 2004 birthday, and August birthday, so he's a bit younger in the draft class. But 22 points for 59 games in the USHL. Um, so we you know we, we can see this family make you know a, po- a possible NHL draft pick out of it.
0: Yeah, that's I've that's I've heard cool. of Kenta. Yeah, because I was like, uh, and then I saw the last day, I'm like, oh, okay, I know this one. Yeah, yeah, so.
1: that's fair. And and it um you know Sota is a talented player in his own right, but. It just—if I had to choose between the two names, I think so, so it's more fun to say. But I really did want to talk about Kenta because he is a very talented hockey player. Someone that once the lower levels are, are playing again for, um, like the the World Juniors and stuff, he he'll he'll be playing for Team Japan. You know, if Team Japan didn't get robbed because of COVID, they would. I I talked about it before. I truly thought they were, they were going like, to play good enough get promoted to the top division. So we would have been seeing him in the top division, but instead that won't be happening. They'll be. I think they're in D1B right now. So. Um. Once they get playing again, he'll he'll get some international experience for Japan as well. Some he'll play some college hockey somewhere. Um. Hopefully he can make it to the NHL. Yeah. Would
0: have been really cool to see them in that top division. But Isogai, a name to look out for, uh, in the future here. Chase, that's gonna do it for the show. Want to thank you so much for listening. Uh. Really hope we're sitting up to one nothing right now in the series. I mean, uh, we'll 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 be able to tell you know in a couple hours here, but. We don't know now. so
1: Hopefully, by the time we're recording, we're up 2 nothing in the series. That's true. That, but, you know, it's not going to be easy. Right. At the, the end of the day, if if we take one in Colorado, we're in a good spot.
0: Yeah. Let's just have some fun out there, baby. Absolutely. All right. That's going to do it. Thanks so much for listening. Chase, hit him with an outro.
1: Yeah, as always, thank you guys for listening. Check us out on Patreon, because why not? If you want to follow us on Twitter, at Bolts Broadcast, it's at Bolts Broadcast. You can follow the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter, at HockeyPodNet. That's at HockeyPodNet. Follow WMP on Twitter at WPSportsPod. That's WMP SportsPod because we are back. Make sure to HockeyPodcastNetwork.com. Find all the podcasts and network right there. Boom. Click the logo. That's an easy-peasy lemon squeezy. Wherever you're listening, if you're rated five stars, send us your questions, comments, concerns. We'd really appreciate it. Wherever you do, do not forget to use code THPN when it's time for DraftKings.
0: Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you next time.